What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. I love food. Um, food is a social time. Food is delicious. I love the act of cooking. I love everything about food. I, I enjoy food and I enjoy what food brings. I enjoy like family time and I enjoy talking to people and having that experience because I think it's really, really important. And it's that one Mm -hmm. time in the day that you actually have, like you have to eat. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like something to look forward to. And it's just like a time to just like be present in the moment and like try new things. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. I'm the cardio lover living in a salty world. (laughs) I'm Emily. I'm the bar girl living in a sweet world. So welcome to our podcast. (laughs) Oh, I forgot about that. Oops. It's okay. We are talking about... Well, first off, we're doing a completely unscripted episode. For those of you that do not know, we kind of like outline and script every episode, uh, even our most like random ones that you probably think, oh, there's not a script to this one. There's probably an outline. There's some index cards and some highlighting involved. Yeah, we always have like at least bullet points. Yeah, there's at always a Google something. Doc pulled up, yeah. you know, between us. But we were like, fuck it. It's literally 11 o'clock at night on a Friday before this episode goes up um so we were thinking like you know hey let's get some alcohol and let's just record an episode a very vulnerable episode i think for both of us um and just dive like right on into like everything about like body image and societal pressures with it we've kind of covered episode about this before um but we talked more i think about you know the pressures of like eating disorders and like the views of women like in society and everything like that but mm-hmm. we kind of want to do something a little bit different and just have like open conversation about it especially during like, women's history month and everything and like kind of like do something that's not like so centered on dating because a lot of our episodes lately have been really on dating which we love and we know you guys love as well too um but we kind of want to do something a little bit more personal something a little bit more raw unscripted yeah um we're also just lazy um <laughs> there's always we're that also, too yeah we're also just tired of <laughs> yeah how's your week been uh, it's been uh it's been fine i just got a whole fucking Y'all, I just got a whole fucking like. She just got a whole mouth OMD, diagram uh, discussion here. So today was my first class, and I'm pretty sure I'm tongue tied and I don't, have tori and I, exotosis and all of these things in my mouth, and I clench my jaw, but my palate has been expanded, and I was over here trying to get. Emily I don't know what the fuck to, any of those words mean. I was trying to get Emily to lift her tongue up into the back under to her palate, like suck it up at the top, making a cave. Homegirl can't do it. I don't know what the fuck. You're I need to get my gloves about. out for this one. <laughs> like, I am so sorry. I am completely like 
just right brain centered like i do not know what any of those words mean or what you're talking about it's like, okay it's very it's uh it's very sciencey and i'm i'm just now diving into it but i'm i'm having a feeling i'm going to become like slightly obsessed with like wanting to assess everyone that i know and yeah, like especially my boyfriend <laughs> who uh mouth breathes in his sleep and yeah, um, i got over here like interviewed like do you fucking mouth breathe like, i literally no i didn't even symptom? i didn't even ask half of my questions that i normally would ask like, I would go all the way back to, like, did you hurt your mom when she breastfed you? Like, were you able to latch? Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just I'll call her up and ask her. It's fine. <laughs> like, it, it goes all the way back to, like, feeding his I, like, oh, I wasn't baby breastfed. feeding his I wasn't breastfed. Well, probably because you hurt your mom. It was probably no. painful. No, I because she was on a certain medication and she couldn't breastfeed. She didn't take it all the time while she was pregnant with me. And then, like, when she, like, had me, she mm-hmm. I was a formula baby, which I will say, apparently, the one thing I did learn in Cycle 101... <laughs> was that um it that uh, adhd is correlated to non-breastfed children like there's like a correlation somehow there interesting um, so well, i would love to learn more about your latch to the bottle and um sure i could figure that out by just talking to your about mom my, i don't want to remind latch <laughs> like, <laughs> like i need to need i need to know if you held a pacifier did you cry as a baby like were you able to swallow i, I, I did hold a pass i loved my pacifier um mm-hmm. they kept one like in the freezer, um, like when I was teething, especially or something, like a teething pacifier. Sure, God, um, I hate. Pacifiers. I didn't. Cry. I was. I apparently a really good child. I did not cry a lot. Hmm, that's good. That's um, good. Or if I yeah. did, they just let me cry it out. Yeah, there's a ton of symptoms for it, so I'm I'm learning, and then um, yeah, like I'm, I'm hopefully gonna be able to. I do think one therapy. reason like I'm I don't cry a lot is because I probably I I cry I cry as a kid. But, like, they just didn't fucking cater to me. They were like, she'll figure it out. She'll self-soothe kind of thing. Um, so I just stopped crying. You just crying. don't have that crying bone. I just stopped crying. I cried yeah. it all out. <laughs> she cried it all out when she was young, guys. In her crib. Um, I know my parents never whispered or, like, around me. Um, like, you know, like, when I was sleeping. Or, you know, like, when I was sleeping and everything like that. They never, like, talked, like, hushed tones. They, like, the doctors always told them, like, just talk like normal. Like, mm. don't make it, like, a quiet space. Like, talk like you're completely normal and everything like that. So that's why I can sleep through fucking anything now, I think. Um, Interesting. I did have a stuffed animal to up uh, up until grad school. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> it is Cubby from uh, The Parent Trap. Yeah, I haven't seen Cubby in a while. And she's still in my room. It's still oh, in my room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I renamed it Cuddles, though. Oh. I didn't call it Cubby. That's what... Hey, that's what fucking five-year-old me wanted to call it. I actually have two, because... Because one was so I, damaged well, no, from your love. The, no, the first one... The second <laughs> one is fucking tore up. It's disgusting. I'm a, Are you my a dog? Like, or? My mom's like, this needs to go in the washing machine. I'm like, if I put it in the washing machine, it will fall apart. That's why it's... like, it, There's COVID. COVID and mono live on that fucking rabbit. COVID, mono, and strep. Like, like all, all of it. it. It's lives on that fucking animal um no the one that's in the attic um so when i was a kid my parents i always wanted it warm before i went to bed put it in a dryer yeah and then one time the dryer was full of like wet towels and so Mm. my dad put a hair dryer to it and burnt a little spot on it and i was devastated i was like no it's been singed my dad went to fucking the disney store the next day to get you and got the very last one and then after that last one they stopped making it they were discontinued Mm -hmm. oh Oh my gosh, your mm-hmm. dad knew. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, after that I one's like my still course. white. Like there's still pink on the ear and everything like that. The, the one little cinch pot. The one that's in my fucking room, it's gray. Oh. 
Nice. nice. <laughs> the stuffing's been beat out of it and everything. That bitch went to college with me. She's still rocking with it. She will stay with me till I die. I want to be buried with it. That's not morbid or anything, <laughs> but okay, here we are. Here I was a really are. big Lindsay Lohan fan. Also, I apologize if you can hear the elephants that live above me. <laughs> um, they don't know how to walk like normal people. So just going to go ahead. Yo, my friend there. just texted me saying she's pregnant. <laughs> this is the chaos that is this episode. And I am actually here for it. I have yet. Okay. I have three plants and only have watered two of them. So the third one is lacking in hydration. As I am I. I can say to that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Be like, be like, are you, was this planned? I don't know. It's how, not I don't a know. fucking planned. I don't no. know. I don't know. I don't know. You could be like, oh. You good or not? Nah? <laughs> you good or? When your friend texts you saying she's pregnant and you don't know what to fucking say back, you say, you good or not? Nah? <laughs> like, what's the, like, what's the vibes here? What's the vibe? Because um, I don't know if I should say congratulations or do I need to drive you somewhere? <laughs> It's really all up in the air. We really don't know what's happening. But. Like, at what age do you start saying, like, instead of saying, like, what are you going to do to congratulations? <laughs> like, on what age does that happen? Um, I don't know. Because she's had... married. <laughs> True. Like, what do you say? Congratulations or what are you going to do? Like, I don't, no one told me when that happens. Um, when so. everyone around you becomes pregnant and is excited about it. Then that's when you, mm. when they're posting it on social media mm. and they're like popping balloons in Disney World. Like our friend Zoe. Like our friend. <laughs> she's not my friend. I've literally met her one time, but I like feel like I'm friends with her and I told her congrats and she liked my comments. So we're basically friends. I mean, she's a nice person. So yeah, you know, she's literally she's, a pastor's wife. She, she has um, inspired me to go, go to Disney, Disney with my boyfriend. You, so. you want to go to Disney World every single year. I would literally go every single year. Like every we went year. to Disney World for graduation. You were like, we should go back. Yes, I told him. I said I really want to go soon. My dad wants to go right now. I want to like go soon key. because of the Epcot flower. Okay, they're no. gonna do the flowers. No, man, I want to go. Like after COVID is done and everything like that, they are opening it in a after COVID's done. You know what the fuck I mean? Okay? COVID will be here forever. I know. Okay, <laughs> RIP. Like there's no way. I know there's no way. I watched a whole video on Box about how we were able to eradicate smallpox. Yeah. and everything. And they're like, yeah, just so you know, we're never gonna be able to we're, fucking it's just, eradicate. It's just gonna COVID. be like it's gonna be seasonal, like the flu, and we're all gonna yeah, have to get that's booster what, shots. That's what the yeah. that's what Vox was saying. Yeah. Like they had. Like, like, Which I mean, oh, whatever. I mean, like tetanus. <laughs> At this point, like, we literally can't do anything. Yeah, so. like, there's like tetanus. Like we're so used yeah. to it now. Um, but. What was I fucking saying? Oh, yeah. So at Disney World uh, and the Hollywood Studios, I, guess, I think that's what it's called now. I'm so used to calling it the MGM Studios. I know. I, I think it is Hollywood. Yeah, it's Hollywood Studios. Um, remember when I lost my card um, to get into Then I did. <laughs> Do I remember? I was so excited. We were about to go in and then we had to like go find it. Didn't we go all the way back? No, we went to we um, to the ticket booth, and they were able to reprint me one. Yeah, um, because that's what I it was. like I had like the access code or some shit like that, like on my phone. I don't fucking know. Your and dad, was, like, you and your dad were getting in, and I was just like, it was like on the dresser, like in the in the hotel yeah. room. Yeah. Anyways, um, so at Hollywood Studios, they're opening the Avengers compound. That's what I'm fucking excited for, like a fucking Iron Man ride and shit. That's so fun. I'm fucking here for that. Yeah, yeah. Because whenever I went to Hollywood Studios last time, it was so Star Wars. Wa- it was well, all Star Wars. I I went again. That's right. I forgot. And we went through and we You've looked gone at to- like twice since. No, just once. Did you not go for Ashton's Bachelorette? No, we went to Boone. I, th- I thought you were planning on going there. Oh, no, okay. no. But um, 
yeah, we didn't do any, like, we didn't do any rides in Hollywood Studios. We literally just walked around. But yeah, we just walked around. So, like, I want to go back and actually do this stuff in Hollywood Studios and, like, make, I'm I'm just over here planning. He's got to get his vaccine first. And then we're going. Yeah, yeah. I don't even care if we have to wear masks. Like, I just want to go. I like that. That's the thing. I, I would like go, that. like, now, well, like, when it's not say, too hot. Well, and it's or, not like, too crowded because they're limiting the amount. Like, they're closing yeah. off dates. I would not fucking go in August. No. No. May, no in August. May was pushing it. Because yeah. we were hot. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it wasn't terrible. Like, it was, it was, it was doable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just humid. Yeah. And everything. Because, like, we go to, my family goes to Florida in June for, like, vacation. Mm-hmm. And it's hot. But, like, we go for the beach. Yeah. So it's a little bit different, like, going to, like, a place like Disney where there's not a lot of shade. Or, well, like, like, when you're on the beach, too, you're getting that wind from right, the ocean, right. too. Versus yeah. just, like, walking in a hot theme park. But updates to come if we decide to actually go. It's on our list. I really want to go to Disneyland. I've never mm. been to Disneyland. And since I'm trying to go out to L.A. Um, sometime over the summer to, like, apartment hunt and everything, it's yeah. fine. So, like, if there's any listeners... What's up? Like, you need a roomie and you live in LA? What's up? Let yeah, us know. Like, mm-hmm. um, I know when I was on Allie's podcast, like, I was talking to her and she's like, I'll help you, like, go, like, um, for apartments, like, oh. in LA, like, while you're here. I was like, a um, true friend. Would love that, honestly. Yeah. Would need no, that. you guys got along really well. Yeah. She was so, she was so awesome. Yeah. If you guys are interested, I was just on her, um, her podcast, um, Recovery. And if you're a fan of the show, you've definitely heard the story before, but because it's basically like her first episode of the podcast. But I basically like shared my experience um, with codependency and specifically when I dated uh, the doctor. So that whole story is on hers and I kind of go more into it and more detailed and like my own recovery with it. And it's like Loki, I think really funny as well too. <laughs> Got to bring some humor. It wouldn't be a story from Emily if there wasn't humor involved. Oh no, it's a whole stand-up routine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> nice. So when you get out to LA, I like hope to see you. I got. I would up. love to do stand up, but I'm fucking terrified. Yeah, it's something that I probably will do once. I will. Cause you I, I'm gonna want to try it because yeah. it's something that I've always wanted to try. And they always say like, if you, w- I've always wanted to do it. You need to try it at least once. Um, but I had to have. I, I mean, I technically have kind of done it before because I did like live storytelling. Which, if you guys have seen the Comedy Central show, uh, this is not happening. It's kind of the same basis where it was in grad school and like we all had to come with a story evolving around revolving around like a certain theme that night and that night it was um betrayal um and so i told the story about bridezilla and everything and had a whole like they were like don't make it like a stand-up routine i just tell the story i'm like i'm gonna fucking make a make it a stand-up routine like i'm gonna get jokes in there and everybody complimented me on it they were like it just felt like you telling the story they were like there's jokes and everything like you could tell that i had punchlines but it just felt more natural and i was like mm-hmm. thank you yeah so that's awesome super fun we'll fucking see it probably will happen once in my life i just don't know when yeah um, i definitely think you should do it do you have a captivation this week? Yeah. So did you watch the Grammys? No, I didn't. I, it, I don't. Under, it's so weird to me that you don't watch the Grammys. So I like, I like had pulled it up and then I decided that I really just didn't want to watch people sing. Cause I know William, I, know. Does, I know William didn't watch the Grammys this year. I, to be completely honest, I'm not a big award show person. I used to love watching the Grammys. And I just, I don't know. Like, I would rather just watch, like, highlight clips after. Like, I don't really care. I will say it was fucking long. 
Yeah, um, that's also one because like it's one of those things like if I'm going to watch it, like I want to watch the whole thing mm-hmm. and it's always on Sunday night and I got to work the next day and... No, like, I do watch... I am religiously watching the Oscars. I don't know anybody who works in fucking film that doesn't watch the Oscars. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's interesting that you say that though because there are a lot of musicians who like do watch the Grammys and there are a lot of musicians who don't watch the Grammys and then, or maybe it's just me. But yeah, I don't really care that much and that sounds terrible like i would love to win a grammy but i also don't want to watch the grammys (laughs) shout out to the grammys like even though i didn't like support y'all like support me um but yeah fucking Billie eilish didn't support the fucking grammys because she was like she won like record of the year and she was like telling megan the stallion like you deserve this like i know i saw that clip um i did see that clip and i see the clip of taylor and harry talking um, I saw a TikTok or something about the way they were looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, her dress. Oh, my God. It and was her a- matching mask. Like, yes, I it. It was a vibe. It. it was a vibe. I loved it. Yeah. I also, like, because it's, like, three hours long or however long it is, like, I just don't want to watch all those people perform. Like, I'm very picky with who I actually want to watch perform. Mm-hmm. Well, I watched Dua Lipa. And that's why my captivation oh, yes, yes, is yes, her yes. album, Future Nostalgia. Okay. Because um, I do, I liked her first album. I got a couple of songs on it and everything. But, like, from, like, her new album, like, most of the stuff I liked from her was, like, what I heard on the radio or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, or at work. Um, like, her popular, like, singles. And um, I watched her performance. One was captivated by her entire, like, wardrobe of mm-hmm. her performance. I was like, the, whoever's her costume designer, amazing. And the dancing was phenomenal. Um, and... I really liked, uh, I love Don't Start Now, or Don't Stop, whatever, Don't Start Now, I think it's what it's called, I don't fucking know, um, I love it, it's, like, one of my favorite, like, breakup songs, I guess you could say, um, and so I was like, well, let me just, like, listen to, like, her album Future Nostalgia, there's some fucking bops on it, yeah, like, it's really good, actually, I think my favorite songs on it are Cool, um, Levitating, uh, Don't Start Now, and Good in Bed, um, Hmm. I also like Pretty Please, but... Yeah, it's actually like a really like solid album. Um, it definitely you can tell that there's like British pop influences on it because I mean she's British, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, like if you like the whole like Ariana Selena vibe, I th- that was the kind of vibes it gives me. Interesting, um, and I mean I think she won in like a record, I mean a Grammy for like something for the album this year. Um, yeah, I like her. I'm not her biggest fan though. I like her abs. I want her abs. <laughs> I want to be her. <laughs> I want her abs. But I saw this video of her, like, uh, I guess she was, like, warming up for a performance and literally was singing, like, one of her songs, acapella. Yeah, and it was did levitating. did not miss a note. And I was yeah. like, you are literally incredible because that is inc- an incredibly hard song, one, to sing, but to sing it acapella and, like, not miss a single note. Was it? Um... I think it was levitating. It was, like, in this big arena. <laughs> I, I can't remember, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was really cool. But yeah, I, I just like, she's just like, I think for when I hear her, I think like super, super poppy song. Like it almost makes me think of Joe Jonas's band that one time. What, what is his band? DNC. DNC. Like it's super poppy poppy, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is fine. Like every now and then, Her but singles it's not are definitely something like yeah. that. Like I would recommend if like you have thought the same thing, like I recommend listening to cool and yeah, um, like Definitely beyond, cool. beyond cool, the single. Yeah. Cool has, um, I really love that one. It has a lot of 80s influences, mm-hmm. I think, in it. Yeah. And then um, Good and Bad reminds me a little bit of like how your song, like ever since like your song Wanted, which comes mm-hmm. out on the 26th, uh, <laughs> yeet, yeet. you like repeat a lot in that mm-hmm. song. And like we've talked about that, like with pop songs, how they are often repetitive and things mm-hmm. like that. And like her song Good and Bad, they do that. And I was like, 
It's so catchy when it's songs so do that. It's so catchy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll show you that song after Sweet. we get done. But yeah, what's your captivation though? Captivation. Oh, my captivation is also music, but it's just a song. So I, I think I've mentioned her before on the podcast, but I am a huge Emily Wiseband stand. Yes, yeah, you definitely mentioned um, it before. I love her. She is an incredibly talented songwriter based in Nashville. Um, she is also a singer-songwriter herself, like for her own brand and music, but she has written for a ton of really well-known artists. Um, Camila Cabello, she wrote Consequences. Um, she co-wrote that song. So she's just like really well-known in the songwriting industry, but she's been putting out music lately and she put out this song called Psychopath. Um, and it is something, it is basically about finding out that the guy that you used to date is getting married. So it's like someone she dated for like a really long time. She saw that, that he was got engaged and she felt like sad mm-hmm. almost. And it like mm-hmm. took her back and it like made her have all these feelings. And she told the guy that she was currently, is currently dating. And he was like, well, if you didn't like have those feelings, then like you'd be like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And so she like came up with this whole song about it. And she just said how like she really appreciated him responding in that way. And, and now she uses that with other people that she, um, that have those similar feelings. And I just like really resonated with the song because I think, I think a lot of people will try and brush off like the feelings that they have when they see an ex, like get in a new relationship or mm-hmm. anything like that. And so I, I like listened to it and I was like, wow, like I definitely felt these feelings. Like when I saw my ex, like basically give this new girl, like everything I wanted and all of that. And I felt bad about it because I was like dating somebody. So Mm -hmm. I I just think it was a really interesting, um, song and like an interesting storyline and to like know the, um, the like story behind it, but it's a really, really catchy song too. And Mm -hmm. she's just, she's just so, so talented and, um, highly recommend like checking her, all of her stuff out. I really like her song healthy too. Um, that's one of my favorites by her. I like her song Naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great one too. She's just really talented. So oh and, and out of this car. I could go on and on. But Yes. Yes. All of the <laughs> Doesn't music she have things. a Grammy for songwriting? I don't know. I think she does. I think she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because she she posted a video of it on TikTok or something and she like said something like <laughs> really stupid in her speech or something. Yeah, honestly. But um honestly if I got up there I'd be like Beyonce I'd forget everyone's name. Be, they like told Beyonce on stage that she has the most Grammys out like most female like female artists have the most Grammys now. Like she um she has like twenty eight Grammys. And like she was just like like the way her face was just like, oh, thanks. Like it's just like, not like a big deal or anything like that. Like it's you don't. Like, ha- you're how the most do you no- respond? Like she was you just know? like, try you try like, because you don't you want to seem hum or you want to be humble. You don't mm-hmm. you know you don't want to be like I know. <laughs> but like out of everybody to have the most like out of all the women to have the most Grammys like it makes sense that it's mm-hmm. Beyonce. <laughs> I mean she runs the world so <laughs> I don't expect anything else. No, no, maybe Ari will catch up. Her but- daughter won a Grammy too that night for a spoken word album blue i love it yeah she had like a spoken word album she won that's so crazy so i'm like the whole family's just like they're just killing awards and shit like it's fine they don't need anything else (laughs) they got all the grammys in the world it's fine i'm just waiting for the twins to pop out something now too true Mm. Mm -hmm. watch them like not be able to sing (laughs) oh my god <laughs> that would be my worst your nightmare. Mother's, your mother's your mother fucking is Beyonce. Beyonce, and like you just can't sing. Like I would literally, I would just cry. I'd be like, okay, well, 
guess it just wasn't in the cards for me. It's fine. More awards for me, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be outshined <laughs> by the younger generation. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, then you could just have, like, the whole Smith family, which is, like, Will Smith, Jaden, Willow, mm-hmm. uh, Jada. Like, the whole family's just fucking talented. It's yeah. fine. Um, but, yeah. So, that's been our captivation this week. Um, before we, like, kind of, like, keep talking and dive into this, like, let's fucking, like, list our socials. Uh, <laughs> yes. Our socials, uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Gals Guide Pod. My personal one is at Emily Elise. That is A-L-E-E-C-E. And mine is at Hannah Nicole Adams. Uh, you can pre-save her single, Wanted, on Spotify yes. uh, before the 26th. That's when it comes out, correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You can, um, I'm posting more. We should more. get a snippet like right now, like live acapella. <laughs> it's 1130. <laughs> <laughs> and my voice is raspy, so from the day. Um, you can go check out my music Instagram if you want to hear the snippet. It's at her name's Han. Um, Every time I see it, it looks like her name's Shan. <laughs> Her name Shan. <laughs> because that makes sense. Her name Shan. <laughs> no, that's not what it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, I posted a couple snippets on there, and uh, surprisingly, my reel's doing pretty good to only have 170 followers. So go follow me. Um, oh my support. god, I got eyelash extensions too. That's an update. That is an update. Yeah, you got rid of yours. I took them on. What's up? Yeah, it's a little bit salty. But then she sent me a TikTok about this girl who waited two years to get them back again, and she had a terrible allergic reaction and like lost her vision or something crazy. She could have. Oh, could have. The doctor thought, said she could have. Yeah. So, as much as I wanted to try again, we will not be trying again here, fam. I like to be able to see. And that um, is a perk. And I don't like swollen eyeballs that look like I just got hit with a softball. So. Um, yeah, we don't so need to yeah, bring that back. So yeah, speaking of beauty and everything like that, <laughs> let's dive into this fucking episode. Oh, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And oh yeah, there's yes. that too. Now this we, is a fucking chaos <laughs> episode. Goddamn. This, this is um. Good morning, San Francisco. Oh, <laughs> full house. Which speaking of, I watched the I watched the fucking um, Varsity Blues documentary on Netflix, and like, what is that? It's about the whole like college scandal, like the. Oh yes, um, yes, 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 yes. Uh, that's technically like what it was called, like the varsity, whatever. Um, there's this one fucking iconic clip. It's it's not funny. It's not funny, but it's it's funny. Whoever edited it, bravo. Like, it's all these kids saying, like, you know, like, they're so sad they got rejected from, like, these Ivy League schools. Like, they're devastated. Like, there's clips of them fucking, like, bawling their eyes out. And this one girl's like, it's okay, like... I, I know that, like, they didn't mean any, like, it's harm. I can try, I'll do better. I'll try better. I know that every kid that got accepted, you know, they really deserve those spots. Immediately cut to fucking Olivia Jade doing her makeup. And I was like, fucking cackling. Because I was like, whoever the editor is, is sassy and I love it. Like, everyone deserved it except for this uh, one. Except fucking <laughs> Olivia Jade. Like, you literally said, like, in a fucking video. She says in the video, um, yeah, like, I'm really excited for, like, the football games and, like, the frat parties and, like, I guess I'll go to class every now and then or whatever. I'm like, yeah, they I just, just wanted to, like, to get into college. It is, it is interesting, though, to watch it if you're, like, really curious. And, like, because I didn't know much about, like, that. I only knew, like, the celebrities. Yeah. kind of, like, I didn't know what all happened. I just knew, like, about Lori Laughlin and, like, um, like the celebrities that I like kind of shit went down with. Um, but like, if you want to know more and like, you like the reenacted documentaries, like the social dilemma, how they did that, um, you would like the documentary. So it was a nice thing to watch while I eat dinner. Nice. 
I like Netflix documentaries. I have still watched none of the ones that I'm supposed to watch. You not watch The Social Dilemma? No. Oh my god, you need to watch that. Like I don't want to because then I'm not going to want to have social media. And I, I have still to. have social media. I just turn all my notifications off. My notifications have been off yeah. because I'm ahead of the game. I just don't. Yeah, I've I've had my notifications off on and special I, and Instagram and TikTok. Like right now, fam. In 30 minutes, all of my apps are going to go dark. And then when I try to click on them, it's going to give me the hourglass and it's going to tell me that my time has been, my time limit has been reached. And then from that moment, I make the decision to exit out or turn off until tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, mine doesn't do that because it fucking knows that I'll just hit turn off until tomorrow. Like I'm not, I don't, I'm not fucking obedient to my device. <laughs> or it'll be like, like, turn off in 15 minutes or like 15 more minutes you're talking about the bitch that literally like her reflex is snooze like <laughs> you and my boyfriend if i hit snooze i panic bitch my fucking alarm i always set like three alarms in a row though three oh that's cute that's really cute uh i have 7 a.m 7 10 7 15 7 20 7 30 7 35 7 45 uh, 7 what is, what is the time that you actually trying to get up 8 a.m why would you do that to yourself because i need to prep myself to wake up for an hour ahead of time my boyfriend sets three math problems that he has to complete Honestly, in smart. order to turn off his I'd alarm i'd be so mad at myself though i would fucking hate everybody well no he had to up it because he was doing them like in his sleep he's so that's the thing i started turning my alarm clock off in my sleep um because i found out if you hit like the hold button on the side of your phone like it turns it off um, or hit snooze. And so, like, I got the Alexa, and, like, you, you had to tell Alexa to stop. Like, you have to yell at Alexa to stop. Um, and I need to dislabel that to the point where I can just get up and hit Alexa because now I just say, Alexa, stop. And she stops. Sorry if I just triggered your fucking Alexa if you're listening to this. I just, once I'm awake. That's why, honestly, why I started working out in the morning. I'm trying to transition to our fucking episode. <laughs> Oh, yeah, go for it. I'm good. Um, but, like, no, but, like, in all seriousness, that's one reason why, like, I the workout classes that I do, I pay for them. Like, I always talk about Pure Bar. I always recommend Pure Bar. But I work out in the morning, and I will do, like, the earliest one. So, like, on Mondays, I do 6 a.m. Every other day, I'll do 8, 8.30, whatever the earliest, second earliest one is, because, like, 6 a.m. is fill up fucking fast. Mm-hmm. Um because I know no one else is going to go there. <laughs> That's why. Um, but yeah, I you have to cancel four hours before that class. If you cancel between in that four hour time limit, you had to pay a penalty. You'd pay fifteen dollars. If you just don't show up, you had to pay twenty five dollars. So like on it, top of what you're already paying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So like I don't. I don't. Have, I don't. That's twenty five dollars a lot. Like you know, yeah, for 15, one class, fifteen dollars is one a lot. Class, that'd be it. Yeah. Like I pay like monthly. Like yeah, I pay like yeah, a, yeah. Um. But like yeah, like if I just if I cancel in that fifteen minute at fifteen. That four-hour period, um, I had to pay $15. And, like, I don't want to fucking... That's a fucking Chick-fil-A meal. That's two Chick-fil-A meals. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pay that. Um, So it holds me accountable to going and getting it done because I know that, like, I have to go. Now, like, I have, like, called in once because I slept in. 
and like i'm so sorry maylin if you're listening i know you listen sometimes and like said i was like oh my god like i hit i have a flat tire <laughs> i can't make it in and like she didn't charge me <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't usually do that like yeah. i i'm very adamant about getting up and um and going um and yeah i because I, I know if i work out in the night like i know you do i i, I won't do it only reason I were I today I went to Pure Bar in the morning and then I ran slash jogged slash walked because I can't do any of those three consistently, uh, <laughs> like three and a half miles around like mm-hmm. three o'clock today because um, I couldn't take a shower until four o'clock because I just got my eyelashes done and everything. <laughs> and I was like, well, like it's that's better than just laying here on TikTok, yeah, um, doing nothing, yeah. Uh, and it felt good to do that again, um, mainly because I just want to see like what my endurance was, and I could get my see if I could get my heart rate back up to like the healthy heart rate, my goal heart rate, which I was able to, and everything. And I was able to. I have really bad sports induced asthma, so like I cannot run for a long period of time ever. And I was able to make it all through Kendrick Lamar's backseat freestyle. Nice. Uh, <laughs> like if I could run for a whole song, like I know that I'm doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, and having very motivating songs for me, like that song. Um, the Make Me Proud by Drake is a great one. Smile Back by Mac Miller is a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, No Problems by Chance the Rapper is a great one. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Man, Chance, his first album hit diff. His second one, no, huh. not for me. Mm-hmm. It's because they got his, they got their hands on it, you know, mm-hmm. the music industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they the first destroy one was, the first one was all SoundCloud. Yeah, I know. He won a fucking Grammy off that album, uh-huh, too. Because it was fabulous and then yeah. the music industry got a hold of him and his music went down the drain um anyways um yeah i do work out at night but i also don't it just depends like this week i woke up and went at five thirty monday and tuesday wednesday i took the day off yesterday i went late with my friend today i went after a class um tomorrow i'm going in the morning it literally Oh, trooper. Um, it literally just depends on What's my schedule. What's your relationship with working out been like, though? Like, what, like, over the course of your life? Inconsistent. Um, I think, so, growing up, I was pretty, pretty, like, healthy, thin, like, tall, as I was growing, like, when I was young. I was a bitch or 5'3". <laughs> I said, as I was growing, girls were always taller, especially in like elementary school. Girls were always taller. Like I was thin. I, I played, I was very sporty. I was like Mm -hmm. definitely a Tom girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I like, I remember like fifth grade, I wore like basketball shorts and like big t-shirts, my hair in a ponytail, like Mm -hmm. the same in tennis shoes, like every day. Um, and I like played basketball with the guys. Um, we had a lot of, I lived in a neighborhood and we had a lot of like guys that lived around. So we would play like football and baseball, um, middle school. I don't know. Like there were parts, I think it was middle school. Middle school was like harder for me. And I don't want to say I was like chunky, but like, I definitely like had that like kid, like younger kid weight, I guess. Mm. I remember writing a letter to Santa asking to be like skinny Oh, my God. Yeah. And then now that I know that it's my parents, I was like, oh, my God. They read this letter about how I wanted to be, like, a pro- I wanted to wake up and have, like, professional gymnastic skills. And, like, I literally woke up Christmas that Christmas morning and I tried to do a split. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
like, where are my superpowers? Bitch, I did gymnastics for years, and I still cannot do a split. <laughs> I did gymnastics, too. It literally is, like, but they're I, just like, hips. I literally, like, asked to be, like, thin and, like, so, so cringy. I think I was, like, maybe, like, 9 or 10. Like, I was really young. And, and you were already and thinking about being, like, Santa skinny. Santa wrote back to me and, like, told me I was, like, beautiful the way I was. Like, Aww. and now that I, like, know it was my parents, I'm, like, Your I wonder mom. if they remember this. But, like, I remember in like eighth grade I did hip hop dance because I'm <laughs> I'm a dancer. Um in case you I'm didn't know. Because <laughs> like in high school, so we were when we were in high school you had the option for your physical activity to be either gym, <laughs> yeah. like regular gym, uh-huh. weightlifting, and yep. that was really Which is people. what I tried to get into and didn't yeah, it was because I was mainly playing, athletes yeah. that did weightlifting. Yeah. Or dance which mm-hmm. is what i did because i was a dancer That's all my life 90 percent of the girls in high school did except for me i did gym you want to know why because i was a sports girl yeah you were on softball i played softball i needed to not i anyways back to my story <laughs> i was a great hip-hop dancer i don't know what you're talking about the routines were fabulous um anyways anyways i would just like to say that that my hip hop class actually traumatized me and scarred me. Why? Because we our class got split because there were too many of us in it. So okay. of course I got put in. Where the did you take hip- triple threat? Oh, that's okay. Okay. So of course I didn't go there. Of course, my oh my sister was in this class too. My sister actually was pretty good, but she's your a sister, really your really did dance in high school. She's too. a real stiff dancer. I mean, she is like a, like got stiff arms. And so she the Adams like, family is not dancers. Please. My mom is. My mom danced for like thirteen years and did like Why point did y'all not and ballet. That? Um, because we because my mom took me to a ballet class when I was five and it was like a ballet and tap and I didn't ever want to do tap. So when we had to switch into our tap shoes, I got mad. And so I stormed out of the ballet class at the end and I said, mom, I'm not going back. And I never went back. Oh my God. You're such a fucking little Aries. I, yeah, I literally (laughs) told my mom, I was like, I'm not going back. I don't want to do tap. Anyways, back to my story. So, uh, hip hop traumatized me and I cannot listen to Hollaback Girl <laughs> at all. The only the only reason I still use that song is so that I know how to spell bananas. Other than that, <laughs> that's this okay for me. It was Missy Elliott lose control that traumatized me. No, Hollaback Girl, Holla, Gwen Stefani, Gwen Stefani's Hollaback Girl, okay. and and it's because um, in Triple Threat they let so. They're not very modest with their costumes. I so don't, okay, yeah, because the owner was a fucking rockette. Yeah, so I don't, I don't even remember. All I remember is the sweet, sweet girl Hannah. She was my hip hop teacher. We had the same name. We bonded over that. Um, she was great. She was real sweet. But our costumes were tube tops and like booty shorts. How old were you? I was in eighth grade, and I was not like the skinniest. So like, like I was so embarrassed and like like body conscious like in the video of the like i literally have i have hidden the dvd from the hip-hop hip-hop concert somewhere in my parents home i have no idea where i put it it. (laughs) because i was so incredibly mortified because one like i was like a little bit chunky like not not even like i don't even want to say like how much you weighed no i don't i don't know i can't remember i like blocked it out but like I wasn't like my thinnest. Um, at the whole 
concert. I was like pulling up the tube top. Like it just mm-hmm. was not a flattering outfit. I know. I will say like as a dancer, yeah. like if I'm not confident in my dance uniform, I'm having to, fu- it, it, it's going to distract my it stage presence. It literally so, like, distracted me the whole time. I, and I literally, after the first night, there was like three nights of the recital. I told my mom, I said, I'm not going back. I said, I'm not doing it anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we just, we, I didn't go back. Um, where was those, were y'all's recitals like in the studio? I no, I can't remember. I, I, I literally have you blocked, blocked the memory gotcha. from my mind because I was like so traumatized by it. So fast forward to freshman year of high school, I was like thin, like real thin. I did um, track. I did winter track and I <laughs> tripped at my first track meet, um, popped my hip out of place, sprained my ankle, had to go to physical therapy. I also have blocked this whole part of my life from my memory because I... I didn't know you then. ...somehow managed to remember the other day that I have been to physical therapy because of my hip and that's why my hip pops now when I run sometimes. Um, but I was really thin and it was because I was working out so much for like softball um, and I did track. So I was like running like four or five miles after school every day. Um, with the track team and then I like moved into softball and we did warm-ups and workouts and all of that but I will never forget my um and like trigger warning if you guys have like eating disorders or anything like that um I did not but I did have a poor yeah we should have said the big front of that episode yeah but I did have a poor relationship with food um especially in high school um I like just didn't eat a lot like at lunch like I would pack a lot of food Mm. but I just wouldn't eat up eat a bunch of it. Um, and I will never forget one of my friends, um, she came up to me and was like, my mom thinks that you are anorexic. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. Cause you like never finish your lunch and you're so small. And I was like, okay. you don't fucking say like, that. So that just made me like way more self-conscious of everything that yeah. was like going on. Um, but in reality, I just had gone from like being a middle schooler who like occasionally did gymnastics and like played softball, but like it wasn't as intense as like a high school sport mm-hmm. to like having like being involved in two high school sports being where a high I was like athlete. literally running and like trying to eat healthy and like working out. Um, but I think, I don't know, like ever since then, I feel like my weight has just fluctuated. Um, I hold on to weight and especially in my face. So I can definitely tell like when I've gained weight. Um, for me, it's really hard because I am a picky eater, probably because I have a tongue tie, like we talked about in the beginning of this. Um, but I, but I'm a picky eater. So I've really had to like train myself to eat like healthy foods because Mm -hmm. when you're picky, you tend to choose like carbs, dairy, your comfort foods, things that are easy to eat. And they, they don't have like extremely like bitter flavors or like spicy flavors or like healthy flavors. Okay. Like tell me this like really quickly while we're on this subject and everything like that. Cause I've struggled with this as well too. I feel like I'm getting better at it every day now, mm-hmm. but like is, I think picky eating is also tied to like neurodiversity as well too like if um like people have adhd and autism and everything like that like we tend to choose like uh, yeah uh, you don't have to have those no. but no, yes yeah. like but, a lot of kids with autism they might have like a texture sensitivity i definitely um, have a texture sensitivity like i don't yeah. fucking i hate bananas oh interesting i hate the texture of like mm-hmm. mushy foods like that mm-hmm. um like i love apples 
Um, you like crunch. Yes, I like crunchy. I love apples, mm-hmm. cucumbers, celery, mm-hmm. very crunchy foods. Mm-hmm. I love, but the mushy fruits and vegetables. Yeah. Hard pass. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. Broccoli, things like that. Oh, I love broccoli. There's, there's some textures that I don't like. Um, I am not a fan of yogurt. I hate yogurt. Oh, I hate um, the smell of yogurt. But I've learned. I, like, also just, I am also lactose intolerant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so that definitely plays into it too. Like if your G, if your gastrointestinal like area is upset, like, especially if you're eating, like if you have GI issues, um, and you're uncomfortable, like if you are constipated or whatever, yeah, like I love oat it, milk, but I don't I, yeah. I hate vegan cheese. Yeah. Like you can't, if you're like having all these GI issues, you're not going to want to eat because nobody likes to eat when they don't feel good. And that's something I've learned being a pediatric feeding therapist. Um, is that one, picky eating looks different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And two, there's a lot of other contrib- contributing factors. It could be GI. It could be aspiration. It could be a lot of different things. But um, That's so interesting because I feel like you and I both, like we very much like can go to a restaurant and get the same thing mm-hmm. every single time. It makes the, our waiters love us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely a creature of habit when it comes to food. But I'm, I'm really trying to incorporate, instead of like being on a diet, because I hate diets and I hate diet culture. Oh, I, yeah, I don't support um, diets myself either. I, I don't think it's sustainable. And um, I think it's when you limit yourself from things that you enjoy, it just makes you one, want them more, but also mm-hmm. two, it makes you feel like it, for me, it makes me feel like I'm in this like state of panic where like, I don't know when I'm going to get it again. And it's, um, well also like, I feel like for me, like I just don't like treating food as a reward mm-hmm. and that I need to be punished like by ex- oh, with exercise. No, food is fuel and literally you eat to fuel your body. Just like you breathe for your brain. Yeah. Like, like oxygen is important for your brain. Food is important for your body. Um, I had this discussion with a, another friend the other day that we both know, mm-hmm. um, who has struggled with it, uh, an eating disorder all throughout her life still does. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was talking about how she's communicated that with the person she was seeing at the time and everything like that. And how like, it was just awkward. Like this person's made it awkward for her kind of in a way. And I was like giving her advice, like, you know, they shouldn't make you feel awkward for yeah. it. It was like a touch, like they feel touchy. like, they feel like they don't know what to say or act around it. It's mm-hmm. just like, she's like, just treat me like I'm fucking normal. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not asking you to treat me a certain way. Um, and she said like, um, that like she, she went through like really, she, she goes to therapy for, for it now, but she was talking about how like, you know, her therapist just reminded her that, you know, just because you're eating a chip filled chicken sandwich, it doesn't like, that's not a bad food. And like her therapist made her sit down and tell me, okay, why is a chip filled chicken sandwich a bad food? And she's like, because the calories and things like that. She's like, actually your stomach does not recognize that that's a bad food. It, it recognizes that carbs, I can turn that into sugar to energy and things like that. Like protein, things like that. Like it's breaking it down on a molecular level like that. It's not thinking about fats and shit like that. Like it's yeah. thinking I need fucking fuel yeah. or else you're going to pass out and we're going to fucking just end this shit right now. Like that's all your stomach's thinking about. Yeah. Um, and she's been trying to rework um, her, just her mindset around food and everything like mm-hmm. that. And as the whole, like she used to think about like the reward yeah. exercise punishment thing, which is something that I've also thought about as well too, but continue what you're saying though about yeah, fuel. I just, uh, uh, going off of that, like I just feel like I had a really bad relationship with food for a while just because like I would like, so here's, here's what happened. I, so I had that experience in freshman year when my friend told me that her mom thought I basically wasn't eating um, and that I looked like sickly basically. Um, 
and I was just thin. Like I was just going through like Mm -hmm. growth spurts. So I maintained like being pretty thin up until like sophomore year of college. You were were so thin. Yeah. Um, I know. And I'm I'm still like a smaller person. Like I'm petite. I'm five, three. Um, but but you were, we, but I'm way, we were both thin. Yeah. But I like have come into my like body and my curves and I love my body. Um, but like, so I struggled with that. And like my sophomore year of college, I got into my long-term relationship. Um, and for me, like food is, I love food. Um, food is a social time. Food is delicious. I love the act of cooking. I love everything about food. Um, like I could not, not eat. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I have like because of stress or I've just forgotten or I've been so busy. Um, but like I, I enjoy food and I enjoy what food brings. I enjoy like family time and I enjoy talking to people and having that experience because I think it's really, really important. And it's that one Mm -hmm. time in the day that you actually have, like you have to eat. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like something to look forward to. And it's just like a time to just like be present in the moment and like try new things. Um, so like sophomore year of college, I got into my long-term relationship and I didn't really notice a difference until we started to like stop dating each other, I guess. Um, you kind of settled, kind of just like settled into like our routine Mm -hmm. and our routine included us going out to eat a lot because, we live in a small town and like he lived in our hometown while I lived in college for well, he was a part like a of big it. Cook. He, well, he was, but he lived with his grandparents. So it was kind of like one of those things that like sometimes I would go over and he would cook for me, but it was nice to like get out and go do something and gotcha. food. We always, we, we always just needed to eat. So we would like go out to eat together and then go and do something. Um, so I definitely gained that like relationship weight that everyone always talks about. Um, but because the first place I can tell is my face. Um, and when you're in that, you don't really know, but I could tell that I like, wasn't happy with how I like looked, um, or like clothes weren't fitting or, you know, whatever. So I started, go- we were talking about gym and I was like, how did we get on this topic? How did I just like go on a rant? We were talking about my inconsistency with going to the gym. So that is when I, so I like, Worked out a lot when I was in high school. Worked out uh, inconsistently like the first like two years of college because I went on a lot of hikes because I had like just moved to the mountains and that was like the thing to do. But once I started realizing that I gained this relationship weight, I'm blaming it on the relationship, but it literally was my fault because I didn't uh, like ever eat anything healthy. Um, I started going to the gym, but I didn't have that support from him my ex because like I would always be like let's go to the gym like let's go like work out and like he'd be like no you can go and like it's totally fine like I I mean obviously I can do it by myself I do it by myself now but at the time I like needed somebody to like be my you need a workout buddy workout buddy so I ended up being my best friend from college accountability person Mm -hmm. yeah totally understand that that's very valid I think a lot of people need that yeah so mine is my wallet Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) so my best friend from college and I started going and we still go to this day like I'm going with her tomorrow morning um that's like our thing. We like love to go to the gym together. And, um, I thought I was going to be more consistent than I was. Um, but I'm, I'm really bad to get myself over involved 
and uh, like string myself thin. String myself thin. I don't, I know, think, I know I don't think that's the phrase, but you guys know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and uh, spread yourself. Spread thin. myself. String myself. Oh my gosh. Spread myself thin. Um, and I did that a lot in college, especially in grad school. Mm-hmm. And I like tried to find time to fit it in. I would get up super early. Um, and I just realized that like that wasn't sustainable for me at that time because I was so busy and like all of my clinicals were like an hour and a half down the mountain and I'd have to get up at like 5 a.m. to drive and I just I couldn't find where to fit it in my schedule. So like I would go on the weekends, but it was never a consistent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it really wasn't consistent. Consistent, in the, consistent and like you would go every now and then or consistent where like it wasn't enough to actually like. I would just go like on the weekends. Gotcha. But I wasn't necessarily like eating healthy foods with it or like you, were, I was, you weren't dedicated to a, a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. You yeah. were just like I working mean, out. I, you were I making like a lifestyle. I don't necessarily think I eat unhealthfully, unhealthfully. It, but it was just but, something that you did. It wasn't like you weren't incur- incorporating it into like your lifestyle. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of thing. And then I think. When I started doing that was when I saw my younger sister doing that. She's like my biggest inspiration. Oh my when god, it comes. your younger sister, she, her Instagram story. She literally is. Um, she is my biggest inspiration when it comes to working out and like having a healthy lifestyle um, because she's so dedicated. And I think, I think it's her stress. It is her stress relief. Um, and I had not found my stress relief. Um, I thought it was writing music, but I realized that that's not really a stress relief for me. Um, getting on the, on the treadmill or like doing something where I like literally am only thinking about like what's happening in that hour is it like cleanses my mind Mm -hmm. of like my worries. You're meditating. Yeah. So, um, really I would say through it all, uh, I was really consistent when I got my first job outside of graduate school. And then when I had my breakup, I stopped eating for a while and lost a lot of, a lot of weight really quickly. Um, which is typically what happens with me. Like I'll go through like a really hard time and I'll lose a bunch of weight. Like I said, I fluctuate a lot with weight. Um, So I lost a bunch of weight after that breakup and I was really feeling myself. Like I was buying like crop tops and like one shoulder shirts and like I was just feeling myself because I was like, heck yeah, like this is what you lost. (laughs) Um, And then I didn't really get like consistent in like working out and eating, trying to eat better as in like incorporating more helpful like foods into my body. Until COVID happened. Um, COVID like really made me like pause um, in ways that I had never paused before, like because I couldn't work for those Mm. like first two months. Um, And my sister was at home and we literally worked out like every day. We did BBG. We like did all of these things and it was just like super nice. And I saw a change. Um, And then we went back to work and I went back to my old habits of like not having time um, because my job is really, really demanding. And then I also take on like 5 million other things outside, um, of work, but I am like really trying to find time to fit it in. Um, and it's been difficult because I'm so exhausted all of the time, (laughs) 
But um, I that's why it's that's why I think it's so inconsistent with what time I go because it kind of just depends on the week, like what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at with it. Uh, it's definitely been a journey. It's something I don't like to talk about. It's something that I don't really tell a lot of people about. Um, but I got picked on a lot in middle school, especially by guys that I like was into, and so. Um, and by friends, like people just making comments about like being really, really thin in high school, just like really stuck with me. So I've definitely had my own little fair share of like turmoil when it comes to like food and body image and stuff. Mm. But yeah, so fun. Mm. But what about you? Um, so like I mentioned earlier, like I have been a dancer like all my life. Um, I've been dancing since I was three years old. I stopped and retired, quote unquote retired. I was never doing it professionally. <laughs> um, I retired. But um, I re- retired my ballet shoes uh, when I graduated college because um, I, I literally was doing, I, at the age of three years old, I started doing ballet and tap. And then when I got into middle school, I did both of those, added jazz onto it. Got into high school, I added modern dance onto it. Um, was doing dance at school instead of gym. Um, and then I got to college and I, uh, when I went to UNCW and I joined the dance company. So it's not like dance team, like where like your cheerleaders at sports team, like it's more like we were doing like recitals at the end of the year. Like we were, um, all college dancers. It was like a hundred of us. Um, and we were doing like, you know, contemporary jazz dances, lyrical point all that kind of stuff whatever you wanted to do um since there wasn't like a dance major or anything like that it was like a club um but basically uh yeah my whole journey I think like with fitness and everything I have always been thin um I never like was bullied for my weight I bullied myself for my weight. Um, cause like looking back at pictures of me in middle school, this was a thing like when I moved in with my, um, old college roommate, uh, who's a fan of the podcast. What's up girl? Uh, <laughs> uh, cause she was a volleyball um, player. And then my best friend in college was on the track team. So like I was always surrounded by athletic people. Then like you, like, you did softball and everything. Like mm-hmm. everybody I've been surrounded by has been very athletic people. My dad did track and college as well too. Like, um, and in high school, like, and all that kind of shit. So like, I've always been surrounded by athletic people. Um, and I'll never forget, like, I was showing my college roommate um, photos of me in middle school and at the beach. And, like, I had just got, like, I think it was, like, was it middle school? Or no, it was, like, soft, freshman, sophomore year of high school, something like that. Yeah. And she was looking at photos of me. And she's like, oh, my God, like, you can fucking, like, see the bones, like, my shoulder blade and everything like that. And she's like, you're so fucking thin. I was like, I literally thought I was so fat in this photo. Like, the thinnest I've ever been. I thought I was so fat and that photo i was like i like literally got a spray tan that summer and everything like that and i was like yeah i like started like working out around that time um because i thought i was overweight and like my stomach's completely flat um so i feel like i've always had like body dysmorphia um and i didn't realize that i actually had it until i met a couple people recently that i became friends with who all who definitely have been clinically diagnosed with it and they were like no like this you share the same struggles that i do like this is like exactly what i have um and then when i was 14 years old uh 
I was diagnosed like with ADHD and I got on Vyvanse. And for those of you that do not know, Vyvanse is a stimulant for ADHD, but it's also prescribed to people who have binge eating disorder as an appetite suppressant. So if you take Vyvanse, you most likely never have an appetite. And I am lucky if I have an appetite for lunch and dinner. Forget breakfast. Like I, I rarely ever eat breakfast till this day. Um, I... If I want to eat breakfast, I had to take my Vyvanse late. I had to wake up early and eat breakfast and then take my Vyvanse after that or else I just don't have an appetite for it. Um, and, like, I'm lucky if I get an appetite till around, like, 12, 1 o'clock during the day. Um, and, like, usually, like, that is consistent of me eating, like, a kid's meal or, like, something, like, around that size or, like, a snack, an hors d'oeuvre, an appetizer. An appetizer. Um, like, the other day for lunch, I literally had a shrimp cocktail Mm, this like, was so good though. <laughs> that was my lunch because I was like, mm, like this sounds like good enough, like it'll, like a salad, something like that, like yeah. frozen dinner, lean cuisine, or whatever. Um, which was a whole other thing too. When I was in college, living alone, like I fucking ate the shit out of lean cuisine because I thought that was healthy. It's not frozen. Mm-hmm. Those are not healthy mm-hmm. for you at all. There's so much fucking MSG and like sodium and shit like that packed into it. Um, but yeah, I try my best like i really know you're not supposed to eat dinner like after 8 p.m but like that's not that's usually when i start to get hungry um because my medicine just doesn't allow me to get hungry until then and when i started taking down to high school like i just would never eat lunch but i never packed lunch i never bought lunch just would never eat lunch i like luckily none of my friends like ever said anything about it they never thought it was weird because most of them wouldn't eat lunch too but it was probably because they all had actual eating disorders yeah um i I was gonna say there was like definitely a vibe in our high school where like people would either like buy lunch eat lunch or just not eat like like it was very like you could definitely tell like who there were a lot of girls that did not eat there were a ton of girls that did not eat um and most of them sat at my lunch table (laughs) like i remember just like I just, I, I don't know why, like, I just wouldn't ever really eat. And I remember sometimes like my, my grandmother lived right up the road from our high school. So she would like bring me Wendy's sometimes and everything like that. Like that was nice. Um, but I just would never really have an appetite. And I remember like always like being so concerned over my stomach because that's where I carry my weight Mm -hmm. and always thinking that like I have to have like this absolutely flat stomach and everything and that's something that I've always tried to like strive for and I remember like in high school like one of my best friends like she always complimented my legs because I was a dancer Mm -hmm. she was like she was a she was a stick she was stick then and I always wanted her body and she was like, I would love to have your legs. I'm like, why do you want my legs? She's like, because they're so muscular. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish they are. Like, I can, like, my legs can push up to, like, almost 200 pounds. Like, they are very strong because yeah. I danced all my life. And she's like, I would love to have your legs. Like, your calves and, like, your thighs, like, they're, like, they're muscular. They're defined. Like, I have an ass, like, because I did plies my whole life and everything. Um, and... Now looking at my legs, like I love my legs and like doing like the workouts that I do now, like I'm very proud of like my body and I actually really love my body now. But like I remember when I got into college, um, I was so concerned because that's around the same time I got on birth control and I thought that like I gained like five pounds mm-hmm. for getting on birth control. Five pounds that sent me over the edge. Yeah. Um, and I like moved into my own apartment and like, I got a scale and everything. I still have a scale and I try not to look at it. Um, but... I was always so concerned with the number and not realizing that the number can 
get higher because you gain muscle and things like that. And I remember like whenever I would go through, um, like a heartbreak, like when the college boy and I didn't work out and everything, like I didn't eat for like a whole fucking week almost. Yeah. And I remember I weighed myself in the week and I was like, Oh my God, like I lost all my weight. Like I was down back to like what happened like in high school, like I was down to my high school weight and I was proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's when I noticed the toxicity started and everything. And, um, I always had like an accountability buddy, like for like working out and everything. Cause I, I was friends with athletes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, my best friend like worked at the gym. Uh, my roommate was like doing volleyball and basketball and everything. So like she always would go to work out. And then when you were in the dance company, we had to work out all the time. Um, yeah. and I remember, I mean, I was doing dance, um, practice like once, twice a week. And on top of that, working out and running on top of that, just to keep up because I had to stay in a physical fitness. And like when you're a college, like athlete kind of in a way, like you do have a, had to have a mandatory workout schedule. Um, but I remember my, my first senior year, so my, my third year at UNCW, cause I did one year at another school, my third year at UNCW, um, I was probably in the best shape I've ever been in because, um, in dance company, our end of the year showcase had about 20 dances and I was in 10 of them. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was going to so many fucking practices. Um, I was literally working my ass off. I was also, um, working at a job. I was also biking to classes because our campus was fucking huge. We were on the beach on top of that. So going to school on top of at a beach where people are literally wearing fucking bikini cover tops, like two like class on top of that. Yeah. Like everybody's fucking thin. Everybody's fucking tan. Everybody's beautiful. You're literally going to school at the motherfucking beach. And, um, like it's just so much pressure to be thin and beautiful and pretty when you're on that school. Everybody that went to that school was pretty. Like literally everyone. <laughs> it's like like, if like you, I'm so glad I didn't go to that school. Like, it was like going to school at like, fucking like, Laguna Beach or something like literally, that. Literally, you drive in, you're like you're ten minutes away from okay. the beach. Like you're literally you could walk. You can people yeah. would bike to the beach. Yeah, people would literally girls would literally go to the beach and then like throw on a cover up and come to class. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Everybody was biking on campus or riding a skateboard or something like that. Like, it was a very active campus. We had a fucking beach volleyball team, like a surf yeah. team. Yeah. All Every, that kind of stuff. Everyone was always outside. I mean, it was it's beautiful weather. Yeah. For the most like, part. Like, you're stupid not to kind of thing. Um, so, my, like, third year, like, I was just... I was going to the gym so much. I was dancing so much. Like, I was in such great shape and everything. But I... Like, looking back, I was in such great shape. But I still thought I could get skinnier. I, I could be more fit. I could be more skinnier. Um, and so like I would try to make like more like healthier meals all the time and like just trying to like think of just different things and everything and nothing seemed to be working. And the only thing that was working was when I didn't eat. And like I've never been clinically diagnosed with an eating disorder. These are just things that like, well, this this sounds like a fucking eating disorder. Um, and... Then I graduated and went through like that phase where you don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. So like, I wasn't really happy. Like I was looking back at like when I used to do YouTube videos, I was looking at my Instagram's photos the other day. Cause I'm like archiving like all my old photos. Mm-hmm. Um, my face used to, I used to have so much, like even like my, I'm looking at like my fucking first year at UNCW and I have so much weight in my face. And then I'm looking at when I graduate, I still, 
I lost a lot of weight in my face, but like I still have fucking weight in my face compared to where I am now. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like it's so drastic. I'm like, what the like? Yeah, it's that was 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, my face is so much skinnier now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people like will carry carry um it in their face. Like I feel like everyone's face just like is very telling. Yeah, especially I mean with water weight and like sodium yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it's easy to get puffy, mm-hmm. I feel like. Oh yeah. That's why I that's why they have those jade rollers. I, I fucking do it all the time. I, I, I don't love have it. one but I use my fingers to massage to like get the lift the what is it, the lymph nodes? I'll buy you one. Like okay. if you want like I I love mine because it feels so nice in the morning yeah. when I'm waking up and everything. With like your like skincare and mm-hmm. stuff. I like it just to like massage and like get my serums and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That'd be your birthday present. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I won't buy one for myself, so okay. <laughs> um but I started dating the doctor and uh was very self conscious about how I looked a lot of the times just because like I would love to wear like these like really like cropped tight shirts and would be afraid to wear them and everything like that because of my stomach um i always every guy i've ever dated loves my ass it is the number one thing i get compliments on they're like that my thighs they're like your ass (laughs) not my legs immaculate immaculate i'm like yeah but what about my stomach (laughs) what do you think about the stomach what's my tummy like to you they don't i'm telling you right now guys they're not fucking looking they they don't care. They look at two things: your boobs and your butt. They don't Occasionally care. Your legs and your face. Somebody told me this, and and I don't know how true it is because I don't even remember who said it. But just hearing it made me feel so much better because I have the same insecurity with my stomach. I hold a lot of weight in my stomach, and I get bloated a lot. Oh yeah. But some some beautiful woman. I don't remember who she was, but she said. You know, you are supposed to have weight there to protect your organs and your uterus. And that just made me feel so good because it's like, you know, that's actually really valid. You have like a fucking bladder and intestines. We have a whole uterus (laughs) like (laughs) right here that needs like this whole area needs to be protected. Mm -hmm. And so it's like if you I mean. And I know that like there's probably like stuff in the in there if you like don't carry weight there you do have abs or you know whatever that's still protecting those but like those organs are protecting like muscles are right but it's like but that just made me feel like so much better because I was like you know what like as much as I hate the what what does everyone call it the pooch Mm -hmm. (laughs) the like front pooch Mm -hmm. like it almost made me feel like more confident because it's like yeah like I do want to protect my organs and like all of that that so I don't know to anyone that needs to hear that yeah that like made me feel better although you know of course everyone wants to be fit and uh you know but I think it's also just like learning to love like I love my curves mm -hmm. and like I love that I have hourglass figure and I love that I have a big butt (laughs) and like I like I've just grown to love things about me and I think too like learning how to dress for your body type and like not trying to dress for other people's body type is like so important well see like I always wanted an ab crack a what? Like the little line that you have in the middle like right here (laughs) an ab crack it's a little it's a crack between your abs um, I have never heard that term. That's apparently what it's called. It's that Interesting. Crack, it's that crack I know. No, I know what you're talking about. Um, like I can visualize it. Yeah. Um, 
not everybody can fucking have that. It literally, you cannot control if you have that or not. It's just how much space is in between your abs. Like some people have a, a lot of space yeah. in between their abs. Yeah. Some people don't. So like you literally can't fucking control it. Yeah. I used to like want to have like my I have bad hip dips. I don't like my hip dips. I can't fucking yeah, control can't. that. Mm-mm. It's literally just how like your fucking yeah. bones are made. Yeah, and I think a lot of thigh people, gaps too. Like you can't fucking I have it. Don't. You, you can't fucking get a thigh gap. It's literally just on how wide your hips, hips are. are. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can't fucking control yeah. that. It's so, it's so it's and I think that as a society we are doing better. Um, but I think it's just like what we saw growing up and like what oh yeah because like like every single movie and every single show had the like skinny beautiful girl who was so fit and so it's like it's really nice that we're kind of moving and I think we still have a lot of work to do but like we're moving away from that and I think it's like opening people's eyes to like I literally physically cannot look like her because I'm built 100% differently yeah like um something i thought about the other day was when i was at work like i I was like, like looking at, I was like looking at my shirt. Like we were like, everybody was like looking at their stomach the other day. Cause like one of my coworkers has a like, huge like tattoo, like she got on her stomach and everything Ooh. like that. Really beautiful. And, um, uh, she wanted to see, like, we were looking at something on my stomach. Cause like I, she know I've been working out and everything. She's like, want to see my abs. And like, I had these like two lines, like on my stomach, like on the sides and everything like that. And I like thought that was like a layer of fat sitting on top of my abs and everything. She's like, oh, man, like I always wanted like two lines like that. I'm like what like fat and she's like that's literally your abs yeah. i was like what i had to find abs what <laughs> and she's like i was like i thought that was fat she was like that's literally your ab muscles i was like yeah mm-hmm. i have abs i've never had abs mm-hmm. i never had to find abs um because i didn't really try because when i was working out before all i was doing was cardio yeah because i thought that's what i need to do i was like i just need to run and get all, all of it off i was never thinking about core strength or anything like that yeah. i had a bad back growing up because of dance and everything like that and i have really bad knees and hips as well because i've like popped them and like i have complete nerve damage in my knees as well i yeah, do not have any she, jerk reflex yeah she doesn't have that jerk reflex i don't you can and it scares all my friends who are nurses and doctors like, like the um, med, the doctor was terrified of it mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh but yeah like i have a lot of just nerve damage in my body and i always had like back problems from dance and everything and i also have scoliosis very minor very very minor um and i don't have those problems anymore on my back because i have so much core strength now mm-hmm. i'm now like in the best shape i've ever been in right now in my yeah. entire life like i have fucking bicep muscles now it's yeah. impressive um i'm impressive i love going to pure bar and working out and I like working out with a mirror. I used to hate working out with a mirror because I never wanted to see it myself, but now I do because I can see yep. if I'm being correct about it and I can see the muscles mm-hmm. and everything. You can, and you can definitely see progress too. Like if you yes. if you start going consistently, yeah. yes, it's really it's really cool. Um, and and I think too, just like like what you said, like finding strength and like being strong and like yes. seeing the changes that it does for you not only physically but like mentally and like for other areas of like your back like being able to like do that on I can support my back yeah, now like because can, I have core you strength. Have, you have all of these things and it's just it's just cool to like I don't know like find something that you like and I think it's really important to like find an activity that you like to do. Yes. And like mixing it up because like I will say I do a lot of cardio, but I, there's a ton of hit workout, like body weight workouts that I love to do. Um, I do a lot of cardio because 
I am trying to work on my heart rate. Um, I've always had a really, really, really high heart rate when I work out, mm. even when I'm in the best shape of my life. It still gets up to like 180, 190. Well, that's what it should and, be like for your age. It should be like your maximum should be 190. Yeah. So it gets my max has hit like 193. And um, so like when and it doesn't it's not like that all the time but it's when i'm like really 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 like pushing myself so mm-hmm. i like have to be uh like really cognizant of my heart rate but i'm trying to get it to like get it my resting heart rate to a healthy resting heart rate i mean it's not like crazy yeah i think like i was looking because t- i was looking at today because I, yeah. I ran today for like the first time in, like a year because i don't i'm i like running i'm not good at running because i have um, asthma i hate running I like running because I like when I'm on a good pace and I'm like, yes, like I feel good. I only like running on treadmill. I hate running outdoors. Um, I because I can't keep a steady I mean, pace when I run outdoors. Yeah, on a treadmill, does, I can it keep it steady, for me. like a steady pace. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm able. I think like I was looking up today, like a good heart rate for like our age is like around like 170 to 180, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what rest it like when you're like not working yeah, out. Mine's like in the 60s, and I don't know if that's good or bad. But um, no, I know I have a good blood pressure, and when I go to the doctor, they tell yeah. me that. <laughs> I normally have great unless I'm really anxious, and I was really anxious before my appointment, and uh, it was a little high there. But uh, yeah, but, I, I think like I think I've just kind of flipped the mindset, and I know this is becoming like more popular in the like fitness space online is like really listening to your body and like and and like sometimes I'm like I don't want to do cardio today like I just want to do like an app circuit and what lift weights and maybe go for a walk later like it's really important to like listen to yourself and like taking a break like I know people who work out like seven days a week and like if that's what you do and that works for you great you need rest days because your your muscles need to be able to repair my body needs at least one if not two rest days in a week and I don't like if, if I'm taking a rest day, but I like go for a walk or like walk my dog, like that's a little bit different to me. Like yeah. that to me is not like a strenuous exercise, but go on a hot girl walk, a hot girl walk. this yeah. client, this little, this little precious little girl, she does this, she calls it her woman walk and she like struts her oh my stuff God. when she walks in the building. It's just so funny. That's what it made me think of. But, but yeah, like I work about, I work out about five times a week. Um, I think that's a great number. Yeah. Especially for like us who are like have jobs and are like doing all of these things. Like that seems manageable, like four to five times. Yeah. And then the other two days I do more meditating. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So like I'm mentally working out. Um, And I really love the app Headspace like for meditating and everything like that. Um, just because it does give me time to relax and get in a better headspace. I try to do it almost every day, but really those, like I work out literally the only days that don't work out are Tuesday and Thursday. Um, on Wednesdays is when I do more cardio stuff or I do like at home Pilates, just like that every other day I'm going to pure bar. Um, and I like going to pure bar because I can, I can determine the intensity that I want to do. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like, okay, today, like I really want to go hard and like give it my all and try the harder options. Cause like you can get options to like, um, modify like mm-hmm. for an easier, like something like if you're like in pain or something like that, you need, yeah. um, or if you want to like go to a more advanced technique, like you, they'll, the instructor will list options you can do. And I kind of can just determine from there. Um, but I, I, I like having an instructor who motivates me and like pushes me and like, it's like, 
motivate me like they'll be like you know good job emily like great form like just mm-hmm. you know calling me out and then the music player on top of that um so i really i i love doing that and i like the people and the instructors it gives me like a good mindset and i think the reason i like doing those classes is it's because i grew up doing dance yeah all my life and having that routine of like okay it's monday night gotta go to dance class or yep. like go to dance practice morning, or whatever gotta go to dance gotta yeah. go to par yeah. yeah. So that's one reason why I like bar is because it has incorporates that ballet techniques, it incorporates um, Pilates and yoga. Um, at, flexibility has been like the one thing I've always tried to get better at. I'm not good at it and I want to be better with my flexibility. I mm-hmm. used to be like a fucking pretzel, but I was also a child at the same yeah. time. Children <laughs> I, just kind of I didn't have, have that. fucking, you know, I had a lot of collagen. Yeah. <laughs> I can move around. You can take that. <laughs> like, I can put my feet over my head. Um, I am like a fucking elastigirl. Back then, walk over and it's fine in like one solid motion. And then yeah. you fall off a balance beam and ruin your hip for the rest of your life um yeah that was fun for me that sounds yeah <laughs> that sounds terrible but, but yeah i'm trying to be better about cooking at home more i think covid helped a lot with that yes and like because yes. i feel like when i cook at home i'm able to know that it's a healthier thing because yeah, i know exactly what you're putting in yeah mm-hmm. um but we i have, will say like covid oh, helped me with just like working out in general too because yeah. i like i we was all bored. literally had to pause our lives and like so many people that i know that like weren't really into fitness and that's fine if you didn't work out in this pandemic like we're in a fucking pandemic you were fine if you're not working out yeah but just people cope differently and this was like my form of meditating and therapy like you were saying for you Mm -hmm. like it was just a way for me to kind of distract myself that's why i started doing pure bar like after the doctor and i broke up and then i started i was only doing it like once a week at Mm -hmm. the time and then COVID happened. I was doing like twice a week and then my film was going to pre-production and I was like, I had to take my shirt off uh, and this film. <laughs> I want to be, I want to look good. Like yeah. even if it's a silhouette, I want to look good. And that's, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, I, that's when I started going four times a week minimum. And um, I look at footage of that film and like, there's moments where I could be like, I don't like how I look there. Um, but thinking back on it too, it's like, that's not me. That's the character. That's how this character should look. Like there's moments where I'm like, um, my makeup, like I had to do more natural makeup and like some scenes and it's like, I don't like how I look there. Like I am not pretty there, but it's like, I wrote this character not to be pretty in this yeah. scene. Like shut the fuck up. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like I'm not, I don't have to be pretty in every moment because this character's getting dumped and she's, from her point of view, she's not this, she doesn't think of herself as like this glamorous girl. Like she's just normal. Mm -hmm. And so like just working that mindset, but like I started working out a lot more after the film was Mm -hmm. over because, um, it was, I was just going through so many emotions of so many different things that you guys don't know about that were just going on at the time. Um, that I'm just not really in a place of sharing it right now, but I just really wanted to put a lot of my focus into, um, being a better version of myself. And so not only have I been working like physically a lot better, I've been working mentally. Would you agree that I am mentally a lot better? Yes. A <laughs> 100%. Yes. Yes. I, I definitely think that I switched from like wanting like my goal being like weight or weight loss to like I just like want to feel good Mm -hmm. and I want to pay more attention to like what's going on inside of me mentally and like physically like how I feel after a meal like I 
have a really hard time with portion control. And so, um, we talked about this we, the other day too. We yeah. talked about this the other day. And, and for me, that's been, I think that's been what has, um, hurt me in the past especially when I was dating my ex because he, he was a six foot three man and he ate a lot of food to like fuel his body. Yeah, and I, he's fucking six, three, he's six, three, like literally an entire, he's a burly man, but taller yeah. than me. Yeah. I can't, I can't math. think math. Yeah. Um, foot taller than you. Yes. Yeah. He's a burly t- man. Like, literally. He was like, yeah. And he, big dude. he's a big dude and like played football in high school and stuff. And so I, almost felt like I had to keep up. Um, and so portion control has always been really hard for me, but that's something I've like really been working on and I feel so much better after meals. Um, I have like heartburn, but it's not like diagnosed heartburn. Like I don't take medicine for Mm -hmm. it, but like, especially with like tomato based things like spaghetti, pizza, salsa, um, anything spicy, like I get really bad heartburn. And so it's like painful, um, so I've just been like really trying to like limit or honestly just like eat slower cause I eat really fast. Um, yeah, we all know I eat so fucking slow. I, I eat so fast and part of it's because I hate when my food gets cold, but also like I just am a quick eater and I've always been a quick eater. I'm like, I'm literally like all like I, it's either me or my dad are like first, like if I eat with my family, like I'm. I'm always first. Um, so I've been trying to eat slower. My boyfriend eats slow. He also doesn't eat a ton. So that's been nice because it's kind of given me like something to compare to. I don't eat a lot either. You don't eat a lot I either. I never fucking but finish I a also, meal. also, for me, I think too, um, I don't snack um, and I don't eat breakfast. So I, I think what has happened, especially in the past. And I'm trying to be more cognizant of it now is I let myself get too hungry Mm. and then that's why I eat too much. And then I don't feel good. So I'm really just trying to like change the narrative in my own brain to like, not worry about worry so much about like the weight. Like, yes, I do want to be at a healthier weight. Yes. I do want my BMI to continue to be in BMI stupid though. I think in my personal opinion, it is, but I, but I do want to depend so much on like your personal health too. Like it's so generic. Yeah. But for me personally, like I, I want to be healthy. Um, I do think our BMI system is a little bit, uh, psycho with the fact that like you could be overweight if you're like actually a healthy individual. It literally says if I'm 130 pounds, I'm overweight, which is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe not so much that, but like, I just genuinely like want to be an overall healthy person. I want to live a long life. I want my heart to be healthy. Um, and so I'm just trying to change the narrative in my body of, how I look at myself and my body and my health. And I just want to feel good, both mentally, physically. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. For me, that was cutting out beef and pork. Um, I'm definitely not a vegetarian um, or vegan. Like, I fucking love chicken. What's up? I love seafood. What's up? Um, but high cholesterol runs in my family, and I am definitely at risk for it. Uh, so I cut out beef and pork. Um, like I think I eat steak. Like I know I eat on my birthday, um, because it's like my treat because there's this one restaurant that I fucking like prime rib at, but like I, I don't eat pork at all. I don't eat bacon, pepperonis, none of that. Um, I, I don't eat hamburgers. I haven't had a hamburger since I was like a kid though. Like since I was like five, um, I've never had a hot dog. <laughs> um, 
I still don't know how you have never had a hot I'm dog, s- but it's totally fine. It's my my mother wasn't a huge. She didn't want me to eat like a lot of those like more like fattier like fast foods. Um, so I'm, I mean, I'm thankful for it cause I'm not addicted to it or anything like that. Um, so it wasn't like a huge thing for me to cut out, uh, of my life. Um, uh, it was really easy for me to make the transition. Um, I try to eat seafood out of most of the meats that I eat. Um, if I could be vegetarian, I would, but I just, I have a love relationship. I'm married to Chick-fil-A. Um, so this is uh, true. I, I don't plan on getting a divorce. Anytime soon from Chick Fil A. Um, I love that spicy chicken sandwich way too much. That spicy <laughs> chicken sandwich is something else. It's so good. Um, but yeah, just trying to incorporate. I, I tr- I'm working really hard on incorporating more like salads and like more just healthier fruit options. Yeah. In my routine, I mm-hmm. don't eat. A, I eat a lot of green vegetables. I don't eat enough fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fruit person. Yeah, I think I think with fruit, you got to find what you really like. I like, like grapes and apples. Yeah. Then. You don't have to eat all of the fruits. I like, feel bad that I don't eat like strawberries and no. like berries and things like if that. You, if you don't, I think that's I, th- I think that's a big thing with like fruits and veggies. Like you have to find what you like because there is a lot of sugar also in fruit though too. That's it's, the thing. Yeah, but I feel like if you're eating that versus like a brownie, fair. But fair. um, but like I like I don't like every fruit. I love green vegetables though. Yeah, me love, too. I love green vegetables. I do too. And I I'm not a I'm not a huge. I mean. Not a huge berry person. I do like strawberries. I like strawberries, cantaloupe, watermelon. Um, I had watermelon in forever. Mangoes, pineapple, apples, bananas, grapes. I actually like pretty much all the fruits. Like blueberries and raspberries are really hard for me. I like them in things, like in a smoothie. That's another thing. I worked at a smoothie shop all high school. That fucking ruined. (laughs) It ruined a lot of fruit for me. I'm trying to get back on the smoothie smoothie grind. I saw how bad some of that fruit was treated oh yeah so it ruined like we were you like yeah ex- very mushy bananas and the smoothie and things like that like it ruined a lot of that shit for me yeah <laughs> yeah i think it's just coming at it with like trying to come I at it with a good mindset people think i hate trying new foods i don't hate trying new foods i'll try any new food i don't like wasting my money on trying mm. new foods mm-hmm. if somebody else buys like a fucking like food and like it looks interesting. I'll try it. But I don't want to waste my money on it and then I not like it. And then that's, there's like $12 down the fucking mm-hmm. drain because I could have used it to get something else that I like. Well, you know that you have to try something at least 10 times, sometimes 20 before you can determine whether or not you actually like it. No. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Your taste buds change so much. Interesting. Uh-huh. It's all about exposure, baby. All about exposure. Interesting. So you're saying I should try sushi again. How many times have you tried sushi? I've tried it every now and then. Last time I tried it was with Nate Archibald. Um, and yeah, I think, I think sushi is hit or miss, uh, for a lot of people. I need to take you and you need to get like a smoked salmon. Oh, I like salmon. Mm hmm. It's like smoked salmon on top of a bed of rice. That's the thing. I also don't, would, know, what, I don't know what the fuck to I, try. Here. That's the we'll, thing. That's the thing get, with sushi. We will get I'm umi. Like, uh, we will get umi one night. Okay. I will order, but we'll also order like hibachi just in case. Cool. And I'll give, thing, I'll give like, you a couple pieces. I've always like, same with coffee. Like, yeah. I don't know what to fucking order. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's just like, there's so much. I'm like, I get overwhelmed. And then mm-hmm. it's like, I think that's what it is. Like with trying new stuff. Like, it's like, I just get overwhelmed with so many options that I just result to going back to the thing that I yeah. always get. Cause I'm like, it's, it's too much. Let me just get this. Like, it, mm-hmm. I'm just so always worried that I'm good. Like same with alcohol, like yeah. trying new drinks and things yep. like that. I'm like, what if I don't like it? Yep. Like, 
Um, you definitely have to be in the mood to like spend some money to try new things or like get you a friend that likes to try new things and like you get a plate and they get a plate. Remember that time yeah. we did that at that restaurant? <laughs> that was so big. <laughs> the one with the milkshakes. Sin Sin Burger Bar. Yes. We got like you got the you got the mac and cheese skillet. I got we definitely got healthy food items here, y'all. We got a mac and you cheese chick- skillet. We and, got chicken and, and waffles. Chicken waffles. <laughs> and we were like and I didn't like the chicken and waffles and you didn't like the mac and cheese or something like that. Like yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's been our it's relationship. All about, it's all about balance. Mm-hmm. Truly. Truly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I think also having I've dated a lot of people as well too who love cooking. Mm-hmm. So that's been interesting. Like I will say I don't like onions that much. Like raw onions. I'm not a big onion per- Oh, I have a the bad a- relationship with raw. Oh, like even sauteed onions. I don't like I'm them not that a much. Big, I'm not a big onion. The guy. actor, he one our second date. Yeah. He made me dinner and he did like this Peruvian chicken, which was like and he, like he was so much freestyling with it. Like he put some beer in it too, like when he was frying it. It was amazing fucking chicken. They were chicken yeah. thighs. It was amazing. He's actually a really good chef. I should not be gassing him up right now. But <laughs> um, and then he made some rice with some sauteed onions and I was I told him I was like, I don't I don't like onions. Like he's like, that's not gonna roll with me because I'm Peruvian, like onions are in everything. I was like, I'll try it. Like I'll you make me something, I will try it. Like I'm not gonna like yeah. not try it and be insulting like that. And I tried it and I was like, This this actually fucking tastes good. Mm-hmm. Like you got me like onions. Like I'm sitting there like I was eating more of the rice and onions more than I was eating the chicken. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, this is actually really fucking good. Yeah. Um so I I do encourage like if you're wanting like a partner like finding somebody like who likes cooking mm-hmm. um, and experimenting with food is a really great advantage if you're wanting to like branch out and try new things yeah. um, because like you know that they're coming from a place of love and then like you know less cost to you <laughs> true <laughs> true and it's a way to bond I think too it's like yeah. with making and trying new foods mm-hmm. um, but I really just try to get the mindset of like salads and like lean cuisines and things like that only being the healthy foods that you can eat there's so many different alternatives um so many having a friend who was vegan as well too all through like um grad school was really helpful as well too because they just had so many different um other options like remember one time um I had two friends that were vegan uh epiphany was like one of the people like she got cauliflower hot wings so instead of chicken, like it was cauliflower, and I tried it. It wasn't that bad. Like I was like, this is like actually interesting, and it's like such a healthy alternative. I don't want to have like chicken one time. Yeah. Um, and it still tastes so similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel almost better about eating it. I don't feel like I'm like chowing down on fucking hot wings. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in, I'm eating cauliflower. I mean the cauliflower wings. What's up, bitch? <laughs> like you know, just feeling like it's still getting the same taste, but I know that I'm doing better about it a lot yeah. of my co-workers love salads because we work like next to chopped um, oh chopped is chopped is banging y'all <laughs> so i'm not like, a big i'm not big on their salads but their bowls i haven't tried it yet just because <sighs> it's expensive <laughs> it is but like and i'm also like and they put a ton of spinach and i actually really oh no 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 not spinach kale kale me we had to get doordash if we order it and like i don't have the doordash app so like that's why oh. i haven't tried it yet i'm too lazy to like <laughs> It's actually really Definitely good. I didn't everything. think I would, but it reminds me of Chipotle, like a healthier mm. option to Chipotle. Really I remember good. this one time we did get juices um, from this one juice place in town, and it tasted like bottled water. 
Okay, but I also, I went back and I got that same juice. Yeah, I know you did. You liked it. And I actually liked it. But I think. Do we like, we didn't like the avocado toast. Here's the thing. I wanted to like avocado toast like every other fucking millennial girl. sure I'm allergic to avocados. What? hmm Wow. I like avocado toast. Okay. I like the avocado toast that I make at home. That you make. The place that we went to get avocado toast. Put some like purpley stuff on it top. It was like um, kimchi, I Mm-mm. think. I'm not here for it. I don't know. Like I said, I'm still picky. I'm working on it. Um, but I I think the, like, just, like, trying to add in things. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't like the whole takeaway, like, you you can't have this, that, that. Like, I think oh, the restrictive the, area. The adding yeah. in healthier options, too, is great. And it just makes you, like I said, it makes you feel good. And drinking more water. Oh, um, yeah. Increasing water intake and then... Try to decrease my caffeine intake as well, mm-hmm. too. And then... Um, Which I'm so terrible at. I've had, like, three. Bed. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to, like, cut back on, like, snack... Like, eating a midnight snack before bed. Things like that. Yeah. Drinking a Dr. Pepper before I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Even though I have ADHD and the caffeine does nothing for me. Yeah. But, um, like, if I want ice cream, I'm going to have that yeah, ice cream. I'm going to... Like, I fucking bought a roll of cookie dough. <laughs> There's literally, like, two rolls of cookie dough. One is hers. One is mine. We also have ice cream in the freezer. Like I saw that. Like, if I want it, I'm going to have it. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna limit myself absolutely because like i only get to live once and i want to enjoy it so because the longer i pro like the more i'm like no i don't deserve that with mcdonald's fries i just get in moods where i fucking crave mcdonald's Mm -hmm. fries everybody the more more i'm like no i don't deserve it no i don't deserve it no i don't deserve it the more i'm gonna fucking want it the more i'm literally gonna drive myself to the drive-thru exactly yeah it's all about balance Mm -hmm. like me working out all day today and then getting a fucking pizza (laughs) balance <laughs> exactly what's the survival tip for this week balance, balance. <laughs> for real though uh i think just yeah. learning to um take things in moderation not putting so much pressure on yourself and taking away the idea that food is a reward and exercise is punishment and finding your inner balance um mm-hmm. mentally and physically and what works best for your body and yeah. your mind and like listening to your body and like really like paying attention to that so absolutely yeah and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our private facebook community you can also hit us up on our website thegalsguidepod.com and our personal social media which will be linked in the show notes also please leave us a review on itunes it really does help us out so thanks for listening gals and we hope you come back for our next journey What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.